Welcome to Billing Buddies podcast. This week we are going to discuss the advanced beneficiary notice, also known as the ABN. The ABN is issued by Medicare through the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services and is a form that Medicare providers need to use if the service they have will sometimes be covered or but in this instance will not be covered because it doesn't meet the medical necessity guidelines. I want to caution everyone at this point. Um, I've known through the years many providers will say, well, I'm not a Medicare provider, so this doesn't apply to me. And that's true for certain specialties, but there's a number of specialties like chiropractic, physical therapy, podiatry, that require the doctor to either be a Medicare provider or refer the patient to a Medicare provider. So the doctor cannot see a Medicare patient and collect cash for the visit. Um, if you have any other questions about that, just email me and I can explain further and give you the rules on that. Um, my uh, email address is bonnie at billingbuddies.com. B-O-N-N-I-E at B-I-L-L-I-N-G B-U-D-D-I-E-S dot com. And just in the subject line, type opt out of Medicare. And I can email you an article of which specialties are not allowed to opt out and see Medicare patients and collect cash. They have to go to another provider. Um, before we get started, I always like to get the information that I'm going to present from an authority, that the governing authority that will oversee the rules and give the provider this information so that you can feel comfortable. It's not just my opinion. This is what is really um, the rule. And so, if you don't mind, um, if you could go to www. C as in centers, M as in Medicare, S as in services, dot gov, G-O-V, I will tell you where to get the rules that we're going to be discussing with the ABN. Once you're there, in the upper right-hand corner, there is a search bar. In there, type ABN instructions. And what that's going to bring up for you is a little manual um, that goes through, it's 12 pages long, um, and you can print that out or save it to your computer. And the second thing I'd like you to search for after you've done that, go back to that search bar and type ABN form. Now, more than one form can come up because there's forms for the hospital and for the hospice, but for clinical billing, the form you want is the one that's called the R131 form. And the latest version is shown at the bottom of the form is uh, March 2011. So you want to make sure you have the current form. And a side note to this ABN is if you have contracts with any other payers, such as Blue Cross, ChiroCare, Medicaid, anything like that, that you physically signed a contract with, those payers often have their own form that is 
the same serves the same purpose as the ABM. And uh, it, you probably have only signed, you know, half dozen at most contracts. So what I would do if it was me, my practice, I, I would review who you sign contracts with and then go to their website. That would be a good spot to find those forms. Specifically under their policy manual is a good area. If you're unable to find the con uh, ABN or the waiver, they call it sometimes for your contract payers, you can call them. So back to the Medicare ABN form. There's a few specific guidelines that you need to know about. First, uh, an ABN is only required if the service performed can be covered under Medicare sometimes, but in this specific instance does not meet the medical necessity criteria to be covered. Medicare is um, cautious that the patients a lot of times don't understand their benefits and they're putting this burden on the provider to notify the patient um, that you know this service is sometimes covered but in this service case isn't covered. Um, there's many different instances I could tell you about mammograms if they're done too close or eye exams that are only covered under certain uh, diagnosis codes. For the most part, a lot of our um, readership is chiropractors, and so I'm going to refer to that in this these examples. But if you have questions about your specialty, um, please give me a, a shout out. Email me again at Bonnie at Billing Buddies your questions, and I'd be happy to answer them for you. So the the first uh, instance again is you need to know, of course what meets medical necessity guidelines to know if it's a covered versus a non-covered uh, instance. For chiropractic, uh, they have very specific local coverage determinations, LCDs, for each state. And I'm going to um, cover that in, in uh, another podcast. But you should have that already downloaded because it tells you what um, diagnosis codes, CPT codes, all those different things you need to know to know what meets um, criteria for this patient. And on the ABN that you've already either downloaded or printed, at the top, the only three codes that most states, there's, there's Florida I know will cover the 98943, but for the most part, the other states only cover 98940, 98941, 98942. So in the top part of the ABN form in box D, that's where you would put down what service you're, you're proposing to give the patient that they, they don't, um, that won't be covered. And then in box E, you would complete the reason Medicare may not pay. And a common reason is maintenance care isn't covered under chiropractic. And uh, a good uh, spiel that I would like to tell the people as as they're signing this form is like, you know, Medicare, look, Medicare doesn't pay for hearing aids, dentures, eyeglasses. There's many, many things Medicare does not pay for that are obviously needed. Maintenance care will keep the patient from having the trauma that they had when they came in to the clinic initially. So that 
I would write in that reason if it was, you know, that um, they're in maintenance care. I would put that in there. If it's some of the other criteria, you have to have a corresponding symptom and subluxation. That might be another way. Um, and you can use an ABN for up to 12 months. And so what you can do with this form is structure it out of what your recommended treatment plan is. So if you want the patient to come in once a month or once every um, two weeks, whatever, you can put that in box D there that they're not going to pay for these codes at this um, frequency. The reason why they're not is because of maintenance, the estimated cost per service. Um, fill that all in. And then as you go down the form, um, you can see the patient is presented with three options. And for this form to be valid in box G, the patient must choose one of three options. Um, Option one is they they want the service and they want Medicare bills. So we'll discuss coming up here what you will need to put a GA modifier in there if they put that down. If they choose option two, I want the um, services, but they do not want Medicare bills. Now, if you have a cash option, the patient could get that discount rate in your office and pay for that. With option one, you, they wouldn't qualify for the discount rate if you have a cash option because it's a paperless rate. You have the additional burden of billing, so you can't option give them the cash option if, if uh, cash ability if they choose option one. And uh, option three is they don't want the service, so obviously you don't want bill anything um, for that. That will, but but you would be still fulfilling your notification requirements as a provider. Uh, the next bit of detail guideline I want to discuss is the ABN needs to be completed for the patient's specific situation dealing with why the provider believes they won't be covered. Sometimes um, I've seen providers have every patient sign the ABN just in case it's not covered. Well that's not giving an informed consent to the patient it's trying to use the ABN as a kind of a scapegoat that it's going to cover everything. What Medicare does in those circumstances, if everyone signed it, they negate all of the forms, even if they happen to be valid. The forms have to be used specifically for the patient on a case-by-case -case situation. Um, the next note I have is, again, it's good for 12 months. You need one every 12 months. Signed if the patient continues maintenance care. Um, four, for the ABN to be valid, you have to, again, it's so critical for them to choose one of the three options, check the one themselves, and then sign and date the bottom. If the patient refuses to sign the ABN, the staff administering the ABN must annotate the form with these details because it'll show that the provider did their part but could not complete it on no fault of their own. If the patient selects the option to bill Medicare, um, the staff can put a GA, should, I mean has to put a GA modifier on the service line. Um, and the GA modifier tells Medicare that you properly informed the patient and they chose option one 
that this service does not meet criteria. And then number seven, this is a tricky one. If the service is never going to be covered ever, like a therapy, you don't have to get a um, ABN. But you can voluntarily get one if you want to inform the patient they're not going to pay for um, eSIM or, you know, hot packs or whatever your um, preferred method of therapies are. And if the patient uh, gets this form and uh, wants it to be billed, there's a couple modifiers. And you can find these modifiers, the complete list, on that advanced beneficiary instruction form on page 9. So the GA modifier is the first um, modifier on there, which states that the waiver, um, the patient signed the waiver, and, and you can bill Medicare. It'll cross over. That's the benefit. Um, if Medicare has any information on file, you use the, uh, as a supplement insurance. The GX um, modifier is when you voluntarily have the patient sign an ABN. You're not required to do that, but you can have them uh, sign that and put a GX on there. And a GY means you didn't have the patient sign um, the form, but you know the service is never covered. And the reason you want to put that GY on there is it'll cross over to the supplement insurance, and it'll inform them of Medicare's rules and regulations. And finally, the last form is a G, or modifier on the form is a GZ. Z is in zebra. What that means is that um, you expect Medicare will deny the claim, but you didn't get an ABN. Um, and if you do bill it with a GZ, they are most likely going to process it as provider liable. You'll have to write it off. So um, be careful to get the ABN and use only the GA if you bill it. Um, that's it for today. We really covered the rules and regulations. I really thank you for listening to Billing Buddies uh, podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, please email me. I'm Bonnie at Bonnie at BillingBuddies.com. B is in boy, O-N-N-I-E at B-I-L-L-I-N-G-B-U-D-D-I-E-S.com. And if you need help uh, collecting your money, we're your billing buddy. Give me a call as well. I'd love for you to call me at my cell phone. It's 612-432-2366. Again, thank you for listening and have a great day. Goodbye.